Hi, and welcome to Deep Leadership. I'm your host, John Rennie. Well, I hope all is well with you today. This is the last day of 2022, and I want to wish you a happy new year, and I hope that you had a great year. Now, it's a rainy and foggy New Year's Eve here in North Carolina, and this episode is brought to you by our sponsor, Jeremy Cleverger Fitness, who we featured on episode 145. If you've listened to the show for a while, you know that Jeremy has helped me get in the best shape of my life in 2022. And if you are planning on working on your health and fitness goals for 2023, I encourage you to put Jeremy in your corner to help you as well. There are links in the show notes to find all of his services. I have another great show lined up for you today. But before we get started, I just want to remind you to check out the leadership books I've written on either Amazon or my website, johnsrenny.com. Now, a lot of you ordered my books for Christmas gifts, and I really do appreciate your support. As a reminder, Deep Leadership is ranked in the top 2% most popular shows out of 3 million podcasts globally and is ranked in the top 100 management podcasts in the U.S. thanks to your support over this past year. I wanted to say thank you very much for listening in this past year and sharing these episodes with your friends. You have helped this show become a top performing show in 2022, so thank you very much. Well, that is it. Today, we're going to be talking about building your personal brand, and my guest is Mila Grigg. Mila helps us understand the whys and hows of personal branding. Now, you might think that personal branding is only important for Instagram models or TikTok stars, but you would be wrong. Everyone who wants to succeed in their career needs a personal brand, and Mila shows us the way on this last episode of 2022. I love this discussion. I know you will as well. So are you ready to dive in? Let's get started. Welcome to Deep Leadership. Leadership is a people business. That's the philosophy of your podcast host, John Rennie. As a former Cold War submarine officer who spent 20 plus years leading businesses in corporate America before starting his own manufacturing business, he knows that leadership matters. Leadership matters. Are you ready for some real world actionable advice from John as well as his expert guests? I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. The show starts right now. Welcome to the Deep Leadership Podcast. Today, I'm joined by Mila Grigg. Mila is the founder and CEO of Moda, one of the most recognized branding groups in the country. Mila has more than 20 years of experience building personal brands, growing leadership equity, and crafting marketing and social media strategies. Her expertise comes from experience, not an opinion or an observation. From executives at Fortune 100s to first-time entrepreneurs and everyone in between, Mila has helped leaders with various backgrounds create, communicate, and profit from their brands. And I am excited to have her on the show to talk about how to develop an unstoppable personal brand. So Mila, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, it is so good to meet you and so interesting to hear uh, you know, your story and how you got started. And I, I kind of wanted to dive right into that because I think it really, it's a big part of your book. And uh, and I think it's a big part of a lesson that we all need to hear from your story. So um, you say your your personal brand was built during, you know, some of the most arduous, uh, one of the most arduous trials you've ever gone through in your life. Take us through your story and what you learned through that journey and how that helped you with in, in the in the context of personal branding. Yeah. 
you know, I share the story because I find that when we share the most vulnerable part, vulnerable parts of ourselves, others tend to connect and uh, and show that you're not afraid to share your story, even if it's a trial. Uh, we're easy to share triumphs, but uh, this trial was one I walked through with my husband around 2009. Uh, he ended up going to federal prison for wire and mail fraud. And as a wife and a mother, a new mom at the time, um, and an entrepreneur trying to build a business and build a brand, you can imagine that was pretty hard. And so I often would say through that time that I felt like I was on fire. Um, even when he came home, I, you know, I felt like, uh, I would say, I feel like I'm still smoking a little bit. And through that time, you can imagine you have friends who are your friends, and then you have friends who aren't your friends, and you find out who your friends are. Um, and then you have a business community who either can rally around you or uh, leave you, you know, and abandon you. And so through that time, I felt like I was being forged and certainly uh, realized, uh, not realized, but found out who I was and what I was made of and also what I believed. And then all of those things were tested, my values, my core values, my faith, my um, covenant that I made in my marriage, all of that was tested. And so through that, um, you know, when you're, you're thrown into a fire, you know, you, you, you just, you have to, you have to survive it. Um, and some people crumble under that pressure and other people rise and I want everyone to rise. So, you know, being able to share that story and how my husband and I came through it are still married today. Um, the story of redemption and grace and, uh, coming back from mistakes that you make in life, um, and so through that, through the building of my brand, you know, I feel like I think the world expects you to fail and to fall and to certainly falter when you're going through something like that. And I um, I think there were moments, but I certainly didn't. And I built my brand. I found out who I was and knew my core values. And through that, I started to share my story um, and build my reputation, my brand um, in a way where other people started to come around me versus push away from me. And then realize that that really, my purpose is to help other people do the same thing and had already been doing pieces of that. Um, and so now it's how do you build, how do you build a brand and how do you share who you are so you aren't missed? And that's really the basis of the book. So it's a bit of that story and how I got through it. So everybody could see that I wasn't speaking from uh, opinion um, versus the experience, of course. And then, you know, how do you build a brand, whether you're in a fire or not? Um, how do you build a brand? How do you share your value and how are you not missed? in a world that's moving so quickly. We all have value. We all have gifts. I know that sounds cheesy to some people. It's not. Um, and then how do you share those gifts and be seen for the value that you were created to have? And how do you then reach your purpose um, by simply fixing or not making or even being aware of small mistakes that you can be making, which are really, you know, in every chapter of the book? Mm, Hopefully that helped a little bit. Oh yeah, absolutely. And and I would say how did that experience, you know, you mentioned a few things as you as you talk through it, but how did that basically get you to set up a methodology for others to help them build their personal brand? I think that um a lot of people were caught if for me it's building building a reputation, building a brand that's truly who I am. And I think in the world today, a lot of us get caught up in uh, fake news and fake brands and being on Instagram or being on Facebook and sharing things that aren't real or true. Um, and through my fire, I really learned that, you know, what other people mean for good or for bad, God means for good. And so if you're going through a trial, a lot of people give up on those things. And I'm just not one of those people that gives up. I was, I'm very competitive and I 
want to win at all that I do. And that includes my marriage, my business, being a mom, like I come to slay and um, I want everybody in that, in, in my, in my sphere, in my life who reads this book um, to realize that it doesn't matter where you've been, what you've done, where you've come from, how you were raised, how you weren't raised. If you have parents, if you don't have parents, all those things, like you have a, you have an immense purpose. And so many times we see this world and it's so fake and you feel like you don't have the ability to build a strong brand or to reach your dreams and your goals. And that's just an absolute lie. You do. Um, and sometimes your greatest mistakes can be your, your triumphs later in life that truly define who you are. Um, and so I want everyone to realize that they have a purpose, but sometimes there are pieces along the way that stop you from that purpose. You might have, uh, you might be a great communicator, but have no emotional intelligence. You might look great and have a great image, but you don't know how to communicate. You might have a uh, integrity, bits of integrity. And then other times you might tell a white lie and think you have integrity. So there are pieces of you that you can build and work on in order to, in order to build your purpose, even though you're going through a hard time. So um, never, it's kind of like the story of never give up and keep going regardless of what's come your way and then continue to share who you are because your story's not done until you're dead, right? Yeah. Yeah. And and I would think this, you know, we we tend to always just share the good news and we want to share our triumphs and not our mm -hmm. trials, right? But but when you share your trials, you're becoming more authentic, I would imagine, and that people are more uh, connect better to you when you're more authentic. And in, in, is that is that something that you learned as well through that? Yeah, but it's terrifying, like sharing your like even in writing the book and releasing it. And then some people know the story. Some people don't know the story. I mean, even in those moments, I was terrified. I think at some point that you have to get over that. Um, I, I watched, I often listen to Gary Vaynerchuk. I don't know if you're a fan, you either love him or you hate him, but he's often said, uh, the worst thing that you could do is be 80 years old and be full of regret. And I actually watched that story come to life in my father-in-law who, when he died, all he had were these eyes of regret. And I remember watching him and going, I don't ever want that, but I don't ever want anyone else to have that either. Right. So that storyline, like you have to share who you are, or you're going to be 80, 85, 90 years old, and you're going to be so full of regret. So building a brand is so much more than like, I want to make money. And I, I do want to make money. I want to be successful. But building a brand is building a legacy. And it's, you know, building a future for your kids. And it's going, I really don't care what you think about me. And I think I was able to get over that pretty quickly. Like when you have a husband who you love, who's made a massive colossal mistake there's not even a word for it and then watching him go through that and then that's public knowledge i was able to get over my fear of what people thought pretty quick quickly yeah. because yeah. they thought a lot of things and they said a lot of things and so you know sometimes you go through fire and you have to get over it, but other times you just have to just go I, I, you just have to get over it or you're going to be 90 years old and you're going to have a life full of regret and that's just not what you want so yeah i learned it it's a hard lesson but i'd rather learn it now so my 90 year old self could thank me I love that. I love that. Now you have a new book out. It's called uh, Forged by Fire, How to Develop an Unstoppable Personal Brand. I love the title. Uh, and uh, you, you, congratulations, you are number one. You've got to number one as an Amazon bestseller. So congratulations. Not a, few, not a lot of people get there. And uh, that's Thank exciting. And, and it sounds like the message is resonating. So what's the big idea behind this book? Well, you know, I really... I wrote the book because I watch people in my business. So if I'm consulting with clients, whether in a corporation or small business, whatever it is, I watch people making mistakes that they don't know they're making. So a lot of people will say, I, I you know, I should have 
uh, been up for that opportunity at my company. I should have had this promotion. I should be getting more money. Um, this person doesn't have as much experience, but somehow they're getting ahead and I'm stuck. Um, I'm not seen for my gifts and I'm watching all of these things happen and realize that I have the only thing I do well truly is I watch and I see what other people aren't doing, what, what they're doing wrong and how they're being seen and how they think they're being seen. So the idea is there are things that you're probably doing that are stopping your personal brand from being built. Like I said earlier, a lot of people think they have emotional intelligence. Very few people do. Uh, <laughs> you know, it, true. It, truly, I think it's less than 10%, right? So, yeah. and then it's, how do you read a room? How do you read who you're talking to? Um, you know, how do you share a story online? How do you know which stories to share? How do you use social media to your advantage? So you're not a, you know, a big fish in a small pond. How are you seen for your value and your gifts outside of where you are? Right. So all of those pieces together, um, I'm, I don't want anybody to be stopped. There are stories in the book about people who I've came to care for after working with them for a while and going, you really deserve about a hundred thousand dollars more in your salary based upon what your peers are making. You work harder than they do, but people think you're rude and you're not, you're just really shy. Um, you're going to need to stop doing these things. And so building a brand, everything from communication, core values, making a decision, presentation, all of that put together is in the book. And every chapter in there is really a built to go, are you doing this well? Do you know what this means? And then if you're not, read this chapter over and over and then read all the books I've told you to read within that chapter. So if you have a leadership issue, I'll tell them to read your book and I'll tell them to read John Maxwell's book and say, go run, right? Go read five levels of leadership. I mean, do those things because this is where you falter, obviously, right? So the book is to help people to make to stop making those small mistakes in order to be seen for the value so people don't get stopped by something that they're doing they don't even know they're doing. Yeah, this is fantastic. And before we dive into the book, I want to just encourage leaders, if you're, think, if you're listening to this and saying, well, I don't need to grow a personal brand. I've got a great job in a big corporation. I've got a plan for my my life. I, I don't need need this. I can tell you this from personal experience. I worked, you know, 22 years in corporate. I was a big guy, uh, you know, a senior uh, vice president, ran a bunch of businesses. Uh, but I was a big fish in a small pond. And when I left corporate America, no one knew who I was. And uh, I was a, I was a small fish in a big world. And uh, I think personal branding is for everyone. It's not just for people who are trying to make money online or or what have you. So is is that right? Am I, am I saying that right? Because I really do believe that. And I strongly believe that personal branding is something that everybody should be considering and everybody should be, should be doing because it's going to be important for your career, no matter if you plan on staying in corporate life or getting out and, and being an entrepreneur like myself. Yeah, 100%. You know, it's important for ourselves, but it's also important for our companies. So leaders that are listening, you know, the biggest thing that you can do right now is teach your people how to create their own brands. I mean, there are statistics out there. I mean, Google it. How do you um, grow brand loyalty? And how? what is the key to increasing your brand's reach by 561%? And the answer to that is helping your employees to be visible, in particular on LinkedIn, and to have their own have their own personal brands that speak for the corporations. Faceless companies are useless. Uh, right now, Southwest is going through a disaster. I recently said, I wish I knew the, the CEO because I need him to come out and do a video really fast. Um, he isn't doing what he needs to do and he isn't living up to the values. He might be behind the scenes, but those of us watching in front are going, where are you, right? Yeah. You're you're the company that's built on integrity and being visible. So I need to see you. I need to see your face. I need to see you do a podcast. I need to see you doing Facebook Live. I need to see you talking to the people. 
Um, obviously, you're going to admit that, you know, there are errors and there are issues with Southwest, but I need you to be visible. So what people aren't doing is, you know, and then the other second part of this is a lot of people are out there on Facebook and social media and they're yelling at each other. Right. And I'm over here going, nobody cares. Nobody cares because you haven't built a brand. Nobody cares because you haven't said anything that's worth listening to. And I don't even know if you're worth listening to because I don't know your stories. I don't know your values. I don't know anything about you. And you're over here yelling and whatever, and you're you're worried, you're angry that no one's listening to you. And I'm going, you haven't given anyone a reason to listen to you. You haven't given anyone a reason to buy your products or your services. So you've got to build your brand and share your stories and get out front. But then your employees need to do the same thing. And the companies that aren't going to get on board with that are the companies that are going to be left behind for sure. So both are very important. It's crucial, especially with social media. It's literally not going anywhere. Yeah, I agree with that. So uh, tell us about the concept of, it's in the book, uh, your brand's DNA. Talk, talk to us about what does, what is DNA. Your brand's DNA, you're, uh, truly, I think it's the most boring thing that clients that clients don't want to do, which is your DNA or your core values, right? Mm-hmm. So your brand is who you are, right? I'm not sharing a, a piece of me that isn't true. I just know which piece of me to share with the right person at the right time, with the right tone of voice and the right presentation, right? So it's your, your, it, your branding. People kind of falter from branding because they're like, you're building something that isn't real. And that's actually the opposite. You know exactly what your brand is. You know exactly who you are. And then the DNA part of it is you know what your core values are. I've lived through fire. I understand integrity is a big deal. A lot of corporations and people know are pick the word integrity to represent them. And most of the times aren't integrous forever for every situation, right? So I understand that core value of integrity is important because I've lived it and I've seen when someone falters or has a a fall from that integrity, the tidal wave of, of consequence that follows. And so that word to me matters. So everybody, their DNA for your brand starts with your core values. What are they? Three to five key words that you want people to associate with you at all times, in all places, anywhere you are, whether it's church, the grocery store, with your kids, or at work, it's consistent. And then you have to have stories that back up your core values. So if I work, if I say, look, I want you to associate excellence with my core brand and everything that I do, I can't just walk into an office and be like, hey, everybody, just so you know, I do everything with excellence. People are gonna think I'm crazy, right? So I'm going to need stories that show that everything I do is with excellence. Everything I do is with integrity. I'm a really hard worker. And I'm going to have a hundred stories that back that up, shared the right way and woven into a it woven into a conversation when and if I can, so that I don't sound cheesy, but really core value DNA begins with that. Mm. So very important to identify that so that, so that you can be authentic. And as, as you tell your stories, as you represent yourself, it is an, the authentic version of yourself. And I would say this mm. is that it's, it's warts and all, right? So your stories include the challenges, right? That you've overcome that have created this, you know, this, this person that you are today. Like, like one of my, yeah. one of my things is, is, is grit. Like one, that's one of my characteristics. I've always been th- this person that never quits no matter what happens. And I, and in, in my books, I tell the stories of how I got, went up against impossible odds. One of the things was going through nuclear power school, getting into the nuclear Navy. I was not the person that should have gone there. I was not the person that should have graduated, but I ended up getting through, but grit is a part of who I am. And, and it's because I've had stories of grit throughout my life to have to overcome those things. And, uh, and so it's an authentic part of who I am. And it's, it's backed up with all the experiences I've had throughout my life. Is that a little bit of like what it is to find that DNA? You've nailed it. And more than that, like you tell that story. So I know that if I need that, I come to you. Yeah. Right? I think so many people miss 
people coming to them for their gifting and for what they've lived through because they just don't share it. So I know that if I have a client who needs to hear your story and I know it, I want to learn more about it. I'm more interested in, in, you know, diving into your books. And even more than that, I know that that word is something that I'll use you as an example for and then send people to you for it. So that's the piece of it. When you know who you are and then you share it, people know that they, what you're, they're coming to you for. Oftentimes I hear people go, gosh, I, I do this really well, but no one ever asked me for it. I'm like, well, that's because you never share it. And that's your fault, right? So a hundred percent knowing what it is and sharing it are, you know, you've got to do both. We'll be right back after a quick word from our sponsors. Leadership skills are like any other skills. You need to practice them to get better at them. Best-selling leadership author John S. Rennie knows this. That's why he's written a new book called You Have the Watch. It's a guided journal for leaders designed to take you through an entire year of leadership training. By the end of the year, you will master 50 of the most important leadership skills. If you want to have a greater impact on the results and people in your organization, go to youhavethewatch.com and pick up your copy today. This podcast is brought to you by Jeremy Clevenger Fitness. As a high-performing leader, you know that leadership isn't about telling people what to do. It's about leading by example. And for most people, the one area they are lacking when it comes to leading by example is their health and fitness. By improving your health and fitness, every other area of your life improves. But how do you get and stay fit as a busy leader? Well, you do what you've always done. You hire the best person for the job. Now, don't struggle on your own. Put Jeremy Clevenger on your team. Jeremy will work with you to help take your physique, mindset, nutritional habits, and more to the next level with his step-by-step, all-inclusive coaching program. Now, I've worked with Jeremy for the past year, and I'm in the best shape of my life. So if you want to step up your game, reach out to Jeremy at jeremyclevengerfitness.com to find out more and get your initial consultation scheduled with him today. This episode is brought to you by the Fraternity of Excellence. The Fraternity of Excellence is an online and real-world community for men who are looking to improve in all areas of their lives. The men of FOE are working together to become better husbands, fathers, and leaders at work and in their communities. They live by a simple philosophy, as iron sharpens iron, so one man sharpens another. Now, I've been a member for more than three years, and for me, I finally found a brotherhood of men that I was missing from my time in the military. Now, I love being around guys who are dedicated to becoming a better version of themselves. So if you're interested in becoming a man of excellence as well, go to fraternityofexcellence.com, or you can reach out directly to me to learn more. And so part of the DNA, that you've got the DNA, and then you've also have your purpose and values. You have to understand those. That's really important. You, you yeah. touched on this uh, a little bit. I want to uncover, uh, break it out a little bit more. Stories. Why are stories so important? Why, why, why are these important as we build our personal brand? Yeah, I mean, for those who are more data-minded out there, I mean, the idea that the there are studies upon studies upon studies from institutions that are, you know, worth listening to that are going to tell you that stories are remembered 22 times more than facts every single time. Um, they make you feel something. We all know that, you know, we don't often remember what people say. We often remember how they made us feel. So it really plugs into all of those pieces that people need uh, when, when bonding with somebody. So you have to tell the story and, and just stay. I'm good at this or I'm bad at this or you should choose me for this. That just never works. So when you want to build your brand, people need to know all about you. And and your stores matter 
like, look, for instance, I tried, I tried to read about you before you, before I came on here. And so I know that you're, you know, connected to Raleigh Durham. I know that my husband went to Chapel Hill. I know that he loves Raleigh Durham. And I mean, I'm trying to connect with you based upon the stories that you're sharing on LinkedIn, particularly I'm by, if, you know, if I have your book, I'm going to dive into that when I get it and I'll be able to connect with you hopefully more, but I'm trying to find points of contact where you remember me and I remember you and we connect on a human level. And that's where the stories get you. People do not remember facts. In fact, they don't care. And in a world that is selling, 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 people really want to hear real things. Um, And then you have to know how to share them. I mean, so I'm not always going to tell you that I'm a mom. I'm not always going to tell you that I speak Serbian and that that's my heritage. I'm not going to always tell you that you know, I, I rode horses growing up. Like if, but if I have to connect with you, I'm going to try to find a story that's real to throw it out there so that we have that moment of connection. So knowing your stories, practicing them, and then being able to naturally share them to make an authentic connection is truly the goal. And I've seen people get hired over other people who didn't deserve it, uh, because they share the right story and there was a connection felt. And I've seen people get raises because the stories were shared and somehow the CEO felt closer and felt like they could do the job better and they really frankly couldn't but the story did it for them so learn how to share your stories and you know it's a winning combination i love that and even in linkedin i know you work with uh with with leaders and helping them build up their linkedin profile but i've even been told tell the story not just i was here i was here i was here it's like how did you get from here to here to here tell that just have a couple of sentences that tell the story of how you got recruited to this position after after you know getting recognized for some award and then you got recruited to another company to do this job it's it's nice to connect all those dots so that when you're looking for another job or people are looking at you for promotion they see oh there's a progression but there's a story behind the progression is that i don't know if that's good advice or not i know i learned that somewhere along the way and i think that's a powerful message so powerful. Yeah, you've nailed it. I mean, the the storytelling piece is what most people miss. I've had executives tell me I really don't have a lot of stories. I don't find them to be interesting. I think they might be kind of boring, you know, and so my job is to go, but tell me your stories. Uh, and then we'll find ways that you can connect and make those things happen. Other times people are just not natural storytellers and that's really hard. And so in the book, I try to be like, hey, look, nobody is. Um, some people have the gift, uh, very few people do. And so you have to practice and get to know those stories. But on LinkedIn, um, if you don't have story to share, you're super boring and people don't care. Right. Like, people, we care about what we care about. We care about like, what can you do? What can you do for me? Right. So yeah. if you share a story that's interesting, you know, it, it's, the, it's the only thing that differentiates us is our experiences mm-hmm. and our stories. And if we don't share them, we miss a life of opportunities. It's very important. And to learn how to share that on social media, um, is key and to do it on several social media channels. I mean, You've you, Twitter, LinkedIn, Insta, Facebook, TikTok. You you know you really at some point have to dive into two or more, never just one, to share those stories. I love it. Oh, that's so great. So uh, you talk about it in the book, and I want to ask you about this. How do we? And you you've done this in, in your your own career. How do we become a brand leader? Yeah, I mean, do, you have to know what your purpose is. Like, I don't lead everywhere. I mean, if you ask me to cook in the kitchen, I'm going to be like, I have no idea. I can't even boil water. I'm terrible. I mean, you have to know what you're good at, right, in order to become <laughs> yes. a leader in that. And then share the stories um, that help you to um, be built up, right? So uh, I often will ask people, what, what when you think of me, what are three to five words? And then what would you come to me for? Um, and I've done that for a really long time. And I think while my husband was in prison, that was really hard because I knew that people were judging me uh, based upon what he did. And I, I 
that was fine, but I wanted to be really in tune to what people were thinking and saying and doing and feeling. And so I think even that gifting of being able to go, I think this is what you're thinking about me, um, is really, really important. So sharing a story about our gifting so that other people don't miss us is just excruciatingly important. But I think a lot of people, um, I'm a little off topic, but I digress. A lot of people don't do it because they're so afraid of what that consequence is going to be. And I've totally gone off topic with the question, but I feel like I had to get that out. So don't hold it against me, John. (laughs) No, we won't. And actually, this is why I like this show is not really scripted. We have a conversation and different things come up. Yeah, I just think it's interesting because I think. you know, we, we we hear this, you know, thought leader gurus, these sort of things. And I'm often called mm-hmm. when I'm introduced on podcasts, it's like I'm a leadership expert. And I hate that because I think I think part mm-hmm. of being a leadership leader is is a constant learning, having a growth mindset, never being an expert, never claiming to be an expert. But the problem is if you want to get your message across, you have to be the expert, right? You you have to be the the guru, if you will. And um and, and I think one of the things I would imagine to become a market leader, you have to be consistent and on brand with your message, right? So if you're the yeah. forged by fire, you know, person, you've got to remind people this this is that that the story is important, right? And how you're created is important. If you're the yeah. you know the, the leadership guy, you know, I I'm on brand with my leadership stuff, right? And I think is that is that part of being is it consistency yeah. part of getting to market leadership? Oh gosh. Yeah. I mean, you have to, look, in order to be a guru in what you're doing or to be the one that people turn to, you have to say it like, this is what I'm good at. And I truly believe that we're created for a purpose. And each of us has a gift that nobody else has. You might, you, your leadership is your focus, but I bet there's that piece of leadership that you do that no one else has your experience of giving you the ability to talk about a specific part of leadership that people need. And that's what they need to come to you for. And if they don't know, then they don't know. And then you're sunk. And then, you know, what's the point of it all? Um, You have to be able to say like, look, I am the personal brand expert. There are other people who do it, who have different takes on it. And my God, they have a purpose as well in that. But mine is to help people to do X and you have to know what X is and then you have to be able to share it. And it is more than okay. And I think women more than men have the hardest time with this. It is more than okay to say, this is my story. This is what I'm good at. This is the only gift I have. If you ask my kids, they're going to tell you the same thing. This is my gifting. (laughs) And people need to come to me if they have these issues um, because I feel truly like this is the reason I was created. So those are the important pieces um, that I think most people miss. I have seen people who have deserved oh my gosh, promotion after promotion after promotion, and they're not given it because they're just not sharing. And I've seen so much heartache and so much regret and so many years of even missed income um, that a client to me said, my God, if I was making this, I wish I knew you 30 years ago. And I'm like, look, it's fine. You still have 10 more years to make a lot. Let's do it. You know, so you have to be able to say what you're good at because people aren't oracles. You know, I I can't read your mind. I'm not a witch doctor. I'm not an oracle. You have to tell me what you're good at. I don't have much time and neither does anybody else. So not being afraid to share your gifting is important, but knowing what that gifting is, that's where you have to start. So hopefully that helped a little bit. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I, like I said, I think you're right. And one of the things I think people, maybe in my generation more, but uh, we think that, oh, well, you know, the company is going to help me manage my career. And at the end of the day, you have to manage your career. If you're not getting the recognition yeah. or the promotions or or the growth that you expect or you want in your life, then it's probably your fault. And you've got to look to yourself to say, why is that? You know, am I at I am at, am I at the wrong company? 
Uh, or yeah. am I, is it just me not communicating properly who I am and what I'm good at? And I think that, yeah. uh, that, and that is a valuable lesson for anyone listening to this podcast, because you're, you are personally responsible for managing your career and your personal brand affects, affects your career. It affects how much money you're going to make over a lifetime. I, I can tell you that from personal experience. And so if yeah. you want to get recognized and if you want to grow, if you want to get to the jobs that you want or the life that you desire, mm-hmm. You you better have a personal brand. You better have read this book and understand the concepts behind it. Love Otherwise, it. you're in trouble. Is that right? Is that is or is that? Am I simplifying that too much? <laughs> no. Trouble. That you know, I'm so glad we're on the same page, right? I mean, it's. Um, I don't want people to miss their purpose, and oftentimes people do because they just are so afraid. Um, of sharing, but they're more afraid of even figuring out what that purpose is. And that's the cheesy part. That's the hard part. So most corporations have a set of core values that they follow if they're doing well. Um, Most corporations who are doing poorly don't have core values or they do and they're just words on a wall that they don't follow and all the other people follow and and, don't follow. They don't know what they are. Um, Just like us, just like a personal brand, we need those core values that help us to um, make the right decisions every day and build the brand that people are like, hey, you're consistent, whether you're in a good mood or in your bad mood, like I'm going to get the same thing, like consistency matters. And so branding creates consistency, but also good brands, like you said, they're always learning. And so there are things that we as humans do that we sometimes don't even know that we're doing. And this book, um, my goal was to put every piece of personal branding knowledge into it. So you can find books on communication, you can find books on EI, and I actually recommend those throughout. Um, but this book, what my goal was to get it all in so that you could go this in totality is what a personal brand is. I haven't found that on the market and I'm super competitive. So I feel like I've looked for it. Um, but I'm the kind of person who's like, look, hey, if you need EI help, um, you're going to go read Daniel Goleman's book or Travis right. Bradbury's book. Like I said, leadership, I'm sending them to you and Maxwell. I mean, there. Are, if you need social media help, read this and then go follow Neil Patel and Gary Vaynerchuk, right? Like there are experts in the world. I think sometimes we just don't know where to find them. And so we miss our purpose. And I just hate that. I hate when people get passed over. I have fought for people to get raises um, in, in companies and uh, whether it's via promotion, via title or even money. Um, for years now. And I've told CEOs, you're nuts for not promoting this person. You're nuts. Uh, This is the person who loves your company more than even you do. You're crazy. But they don't know because they haven't shared that story. So building that brand, um, there really isn't anything more important. I've met a lot of really smart people who aren't where they should be because their brands are weak. Um, and it's not because they're weak. They just haven't learned how to share it. And that's just a that's just a shame. And that's that 90 year old regret in your eyes. That's terrible. So hopefully people will you know, be able to get to where they want to go and get a tidbit of, of knowledge from it. That's fantastic. So the people that are listening in right now and they're like, wow, I got to do something about personal branding. Where should they start? I mean, oh, there's like, so it's a step-by-step process, right? If uh, the first thing you need to do is uh, your core values, which is three to five keywords in the book. There's a list. You can Google it to Google it. Brand values. There's tons of lists all over Google. You need to establish those three to five keywords because those really become the basis for all that you do, your filter for all the words that you say, um, and really just who you are. And then from that point, you need to go, what do people really think about me? And that's really tough. Um, there are certain, like if you ask your spouse, your partner, your kids, if they're grown, <laughs> that's always very painful. People you've worked with in the past, current colleagues, clients, whatever it might be, people in the community, 
give me three to five words that would define that you would use to define me to somebody else. Um, and then listen to how people are describing you. Most leaders or people who want to be leaders will tell me my teams really like me and they follow me and I'm going, eh, they follow you because you have a title, not because you're a leader and that's a problem. So really finding out what people think about you and it's painful sometimes, but that's really one of the base points of where you start. What do people really think? Um, and is it, consistent with what you think. And then you have to start building from there and go, why isn't it, you know, and then you have all the steps from there, but that's a good starting point. That's fantastic. And you also can pick up this book. So where, where can people uh, find out more about you, uh, this book, your company, how can they find out more about you? Thank you. Uh, you Moda, M-O-D-A, imageconsulting.com is the website. You can buy the book on Amazon and everywhere else, but I think those are probably the two best places to do it. Well, very good. We're going to put links in the show notes for those resources, but awesome. I really do uh, encourage you leaders, you're listening in, you're thinking, wow, maybe I need to do something about this personal branding. Uh, Mila's got the, the solution. It's one book. You read through it. It's going to be step-by-step -step guide on how to build a personal brand. I am going to use this book because I've got work to do on my personal brand as well. And we all should. We all should be thinking about how can we build a consistent and a good, strong personal brand because it's going to helpful. It's going to be helpful for everything we want to do in our lives. So Mila, thank you for coming on the show and sharing all this uh, insight all your story and and this new book and congratulations again on the success so thanks for coming on the show thank you so much john and congrats to you as well well thank you again well that's it for today thank you for listening to deep leadership if you like this podcast please subscribe and share so we can continue to build a world with better bosses until next time this is john rennie saying take care and lead well Thank you for listening to Deep Leadership. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for all you do. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. For more information and updates, please visit our website at www.deepleadershippodcast.com or johnsrenny.com. Until next time, take care. Miles, are you ready to record our promo for Season 2 of the Wannabet Podcast? David, have you ever seen a grown man naked? Miles, we're not here to quote lines from Airplane. We're here to tell people that Season 2 starts August 18th. But I like Airplane. I know you do, but Wannabet is a sports betting podcast. Each week we bet $1,000 on the NFL teams and games that we love. Well, that sounds like fun. It is fun. And last year you picked over 60% of your games correctly. How'd you do? We're not talking about that. We are telling people that they can find us every Friday. So no more movie quotes. Roger, Roger. Electric Acid. Hey there, I'm DC. I host the Rock Podcast. Back to the arena, the interviews. It's about a 30-minute podcast where I talk one-on-one -on -one with a band who has released new music. You can find us on all the best podcast sites like Spotify, Apple, Google, iHeartRadio, and more. If you're a rock band like me, subscribe today to Back to the Arena, the Interviews. Electric acid.